You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. If you're new to park flying, then thanks for joining us. And if you're already a pro, then welcome back. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael, and with me is my co-host. Yeah, Jay from the AK. And uh, Jay, hey, uh, tonight we have a special guest, uh, Peter, from the park. Yes, we do. <laughs> and uh, we actually came over to his workshop to see what's going on. And, and what a workshop it is. It is an amazing workshop, to be honest with you. He's got some really, really cool stuff. And um, we're going to uh, have him give us a tour. Right. And I know we've been talking about a little bit about FPV and We've been dabbling with just a few things, and they're very, very simple, and we're barely getting out of range, say, you know, 100 feet or so. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, I, I was actually uh, able to do FPV last time you came up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fun. I had never done it before, and you put the goggles on me, and we kind of flew around the front It's a totally yard. different experience, but uh, Peter's on a different level. Yeah, he is on a different level. I, I'd almost say it was a professional level. <laughs> It looks a little professional from this shop. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, Peter, what is the big airplane you have here? It's an Hob- Horizon Hobby E-Flight uh, Optera. Optera. Huh. And uh, it's a flying wing, correct? It's a flying wing, yeah. Okay. And you've done a few modifications to it. Yes. Um, I bought the plug-and-play version. Okay. And I modified it with um, long-range um, receiver and um, video transmitter and camera and HD camera on it. Now, we're not talking a little wing. This thing is... It's, what? Yeah, it doesn't fit in your pocket. No, it's... How, how, how long is it? It's a two-meter wingspan. Wow. Two meters. Okay, yeah, that's, that's the size of my glider. Yeah, think about it, folks. Most people have gliders that are two meters. <laughs> not not a just wing. a wing right, this to is a big FPV wing. with. <laughs> so this thing is quite massive. And it can carry quite a load. It is. It is pretty big. And, uh, okay, so the, the modification you did to it was to put... Uh, what did you say? Their video receiver? Uh, no, uh, video transmitter. Oh, transmitter. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I also put some landing gear under it. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> impressive because this thing doesn't come with landing gear. No, it does not. And how uh, how did you do that? Um, well, I just bought some piece of aluminum, and then we have uh, someone else in our park here um, who helped me to bend it. Mm-hmm. Oh, to bend the, the – you're right, to bend yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, drilled uh, all the holes that I needed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a nice little hole here. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Now, how did you mount it uh, actually to the foam? Does it come all the way through the foam? Yes. Okay. So is there a bracket on the top as well? Uh, yes. So on uh, the uh, rear landing gear, mm-hmm. um, I put some wood on the inside uh, so that it's hopefully holding. <laughs> until now, I didn't it's, it. it's holding up till now, right? Yeah, okay. until now. And then uh, this friend helped me to lath um, a cylinder with uh, bearings inside for the front steering wheel. Yeah, now that's the impressive part is that it steers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a little servo and it yep. steers the front nose wheel, right? Right. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, actually. That was a good concept. And why did you put landing gear on it, though? Um, 
well, I'm flying not always on grass. No. Sometimes <laughs> so, we have flown this in the park, right? But, yes, but it not was any, without landing gear, right? And not anymore, though. This thing is is too big for the park. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. and it's not set up fairly for park flying. Peter, I, I, I got a question. So it's obvious that you have a lot of experience in the RC field. You've, yes, you've been doing it for some time. So yeah. can you give us a little background about how long you've been flying, what you've been into, or what you like to fly, just to give our listeners an idea of what you're into. Okay, I started at the age of 14 or 15 flying control line. Wow. So I got a small engine and uh, yeah, made a plane around it with some balsa. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you chop down a balsa tree? Yeah, there and you go, started <laughs> whittling. Yeah, and, and started flying control line. Huh. And... Um, then I finished when I started my studies at the university. And after I finished the studies, um, I had money to buy my first radio. Oh, there you go. What kind of radio was it? Oh, it was 27 megahertz. Oh. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about the brand name. <laughs> no, I can't remember the brand name. That's, but, no, it's for problem. Um, that's when I started flying uh, yeah, radio control. Gotcha. And uh, I did it for three or four years only. Okay. Then I was too busy, busy with my job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stopped it again. And in 2003, I started flying helicopters. Yeah, and we're not talking Whoa. small. Did you so fly small? So 2003 is when you started flying yes. helicopters? Then I started flying helicopters. Holy smokes. Okay. So I, I thought you'd been flying helicopters for like... 15, 20 years. Yeah, because that, that size helicopter in your shop over here is not not a 2003 that, size. Yeah, <laughs> folks. <laughs> that's, that's actually, actually the, the red one that I showed you uh -huh. uh, is from 1999. Okay. Um, or uh, it's on the market since 1999. Right. And I bought it in later 2003. Okay, I started that. with an electric helicopter. What size? Um, 110. Oh, okay. So you started with something much smaller. Because these, these helicopters that, that he has in his shop are like 600 size. It's 600. They're huge. They are yeah. massive. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. now, so you started with something small. Smaller, yeah. Right. Um, and then you moved up. Yeah. So how many, how, how many years did it take you between flying with something in the 100 to, you know, 100, 400 uh, 100 class before? 110 centimeters oh, class. Oh, gotcha. So, and um, the big ones are 150 centimeters. Wow. And um, I think less than a year later, I was flying <laughs> these big later. ones. Wow! Never crashed it. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I wow. feel like. But I'm, I'm not flying 3D. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I so, feel like uh, a just moron. A little bit around. But, but still, I mean, yeah, you know, that is things impressive. happen. Things yeah. happen. Yeah. You, and people crash. And and that particular helicopter, if you broke a blade, you <laughs> know. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. No, <laughs> you know? Right. So, uh, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. That's impressive. For, so were you flying every day to, no, to get that good? No, uh, uh, usually on the weekends only. Really? Mm -hmm. Look at this. He's now, did like, you have a buddy box or you learn on your own? Um, in the beginning, I had an instructor okay. with oh, the buddy okay. box. Uh, right. Just in the beginning, only hovering but flying okay. around. Uh -huh. That's what I did myself. I, I was thinking you were a little bit of a prodigy that you just <laughs> learned on your own. Not, yeah, that is pretty simulator, amazing, right? No, no, no. Without an instructor. I, and, right. I, I, I instructor. learned this in a year. Uh, you know. <laughs> I had an instructor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I don't feel like such a moron anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I think everybody can hear that I'm not a native speaker. What? What? <laughs> wait, I thought wait, he was from Jersey. I, I think he has. Yeah, it, I thought he was from Jersey. Yeah, you're, not, you're not from Jersey. <laughs> no, I thought Germantown, PA, or something. I something like Germantown, like yeah. PA. I don't know. So I stopped uh, flying RC models again uh-huh. um, because now I'm here in the United States. Oh, that's right. Uh, so where are you then, originally? You're originally from where? Germany. Germany. Okay, we got a German accent, just in case you weren't paying oh, attention. Okay. For those of you that are geographically <laughs> challenged, Jay. So um, then at the end or beginning of 2014, I'm not sure, I started flying uh, RC models again here in the States, uh, joined the club. Right. Now, was that here in, in locally? Yep. Oh, okay. okay. Eight or nine months later, I discovered FPV flying. Yeah, wow. which is totally different than just regular RC stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, so what, uh, so what need... attracted you? What What was it that made you want to do it? Someone gave me a goggle mm-hmm. <laughs> and let me watch it, oh. and that was at the moment when I. Wow. You know, so he had the that's... same. Yeah, he had the same problem. That's how oh, yeah. he got started too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody handed him a goggles and they flew him around and gave him what did you call it a ride? Give me a ride. A ride. Yeah. That was the moment when I wanted it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to do that. Hey, I want to be a front. Now, you're a pilot too, though, right? Yes. Yeah, you flew gliders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not, you know, I, I, I kind of feel for Peter. I'm a pilot. He's a pilot. You know, we're both RC guys. <laughs> Come on, give a, give a brother a break. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll give you a little bit, a little bit of a break. So in 2014, you started flying again, you said. Yeah. And uh, you've been flying ever since? Um, yeah, since then I'm flying much more. Oh yeah. Well, we see you pretty much every Tuesday out there anyway, right? So, yeah. so when you started flying again, you got a ride, FPV ride. And so you were attracted to quadcopters, helicopters. What, what were you? you... I started with a quadcopter, mm-hmm. a 350 quadcopter, mm-hmm. um, just a standard quadcopter that you could buy, uh, ready to fly with a remote control, and what I did is I put a camera and a video transmitter on it. I had my goggles, and uh, I started learning to fly FPV because in the beginning, uh, it's hard to hold altitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my problem. I, I had that problem beginning. too. <laughs> yes, that's the problem in the beginning. <laughs> and, yeah, meanwhile, it's working pretty good. Yeah. Now, you didn't have an instructor for the FPV stuff? No. So you learned all this on your own? Yeah. So a lot of trial and error. A lot of. Do you have like uh, any other guys that are doing that, that you're talking to or you know bouncing ideas um, off of? Or are you getting your ideas off the internet? Or Yeah, from the internet. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> to the Google. <laughs> to the Googles. Yeah, right. What would we do these days without Google? I don't know. YouTube. I don't know. I tell my kids all the time. They're just like, hey, dad, I, how am I supposed to do this? And I'm like, oh, wow. I, I used to look in a book. <laughs> That's right. Call it Encyclopedia Britannica. I still <laughs> yeah, have some of those. Look at an encyclopedia. But now, if you know. If only we had an I, the, you know, yeah, some, device some device that would let us. just yes. type something in. Yes. Yeah. And uh, my wife uh, was a spotter. So she always told me, up, up, oh, <laughs> <a> spotter, <yeah. laughs> when I came too low. So you said earlier when we were taking a tour of your shop that uh, you, you only fly with a spotter, correct? Yeah. Okay. Always. 
So they and they gave you what reference? How does the spotter work? In the beginning, she gave me a reference, so she told me how high I was above ground. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've actually heard her spot. She yells at him a lot in German, so I'm not really sure what she's saying, but evidently she's she pays attention. She's just yelling at him. I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Either way, it was working. Ah. <laughs> so she would tell you uh, how far you were for the ground, and that would give you a visual reference through the goggles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because holding out the two, I noticed when you were up here when I when I was learning to fly, kind of that same thing. I I didn't know what was the ground, what was up. You know, how high well, it was high. what people don't, a lot of people don't realize when they first start flying FBV, they think, oh, wow, it's so neat. It's so cool. But you're looking through, you're trying to fly an aircraft through a soda straw. Yeah. You're looking through this little, little, little slice of the sky. Yes, and you have only one eye. And only one eye. And if you try to look around, well, you can't just turn your head. You know, most for most cases, I mean, you can set it up with cameras that you can do that. But right. for the most part, you, you're just looking through this little soda straw and you have to turn the whole aircraft to look left or right. But that still leaves 180 degrees behind you that you can't see. That normally when you're walking around, you have a presence or a feeling like there's a tree. I walk by a tree. It's right behind me. Yeah, well, it's when your you're peripheral through, vision. Peripheral vision. And when you're looking through a soda straw, you may not realize that that tree, is it six inches, six feet, six, 60 feet? Or is it, you know, or, or am I in the tree? Yeah, you're in the tree. Exactly. I was in the tree. You were in the tree. Exactly. I was in the truck, the tree, the garage. You were all over. And the neighbor's yard. You were. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was fun, though. I I, I kind of got a, a taste of it. It was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot it. harder than it looks. It, it was. It wasn't, wasn't easy at all. So, Peter, you uh, have another airplane other than this uh, big wing that you fly in the park with that PV. Yes, it's an easy star, also known as a Sky Scout. Okay. And I just put a camera and a video transmitter on it, mm-hmm. and um, it's only 40 inches yeah. wingspan. And yes, I can fly it in the park. Right. Now, would you? I, I would say that that's a perfect setup for if you had a, a beginner or somebody who was thinking about coming into the hobby, or you know, this portion of the hobby of doing FPV. That that setup is. Fairly easy, yes. inexpensive. The aircraft, you, if you damage it, you can get parts for it. Right. And it's easy to set up because you can carve holes. This, I mean, that's a pretty rugged airframe. It can take a lot of damage. You can just tape it up, patch up the foam, whatever. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a great platform to start with. Because it's all foam, right? The whole, the whole airplane's the whole, foam. Yes. The whole airplane's yeah. foam. Yes. And, and um, so it makes it easy for repairs because you will crash. And, and the good part is you can learn and not worry. Not if you're Peter. You well, don't <laughs> I know. Okay. For everybody I, I've else. seen him fly. He doesn't crash very oh. often. Actually, the guys at the park are actually like standing around going, oh, is he going to crash? No. no. Okay. All right. We're all going home today. No notes today. Peter didn't crash. I have seen him slide into a tree though. So, I mean, you know, he dinged a little wing. Exactly. Couldn't tell, but he, his feelings were hurt at that. <laughs> <laughs> so what what type of uh, what other gear did you put in, in in for that setup? I just had a camera um, that I still already had. Right, just laying around. Um, and I bought a video transmitter and an antenna for mm-hmm. it, and that was it. And then you need uh, to do some soldering, mm-hmm. of course, and right. um, then you're ready to go with an FPV plane. Huh. Now, did you have to modify the airplane to fit the components in? Um, well, the center of gravity moved a little bit. That oh, was all. Yeah. 
or a lot. Not a lot. Uh, not a lot. No? No. And she got a bigger battery and stuck it in the back. Um, well, I moved the – I have two batteries, uh, the standard battery that came with the plane. Mm-hmm. It's a 1300 3S battery. So I had to move it a little bit to the rear or aft, is it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, aft. Mm-hmm. Right. Aft. Yeah, aft. Um, and um, I also fly it with a bigger battery and – now, do you, do you have to have one for your video stuff and one for the actual uh, aircraft? Yes. Um, I sometimes fly it just with the same battery for um, – fly it sometimes only with one battery for mm-hmm. uh, the motor and uh, video. Right. And it works. Um, but uh, sometimes uh, I have a second battery inside. For the and, video, and does that give you longer flight times, or I mean, does it does the flight time cut down if you're using um, the one it battery? Would for both? give me a little bit more flight time. Okay. Yes, right. right. Um, and uh, separating the motor from the video transmitter is always a good idea for uh, because otherwise you get, could get interference. Yeah, a little right. bleed over sometimes. Right. It, it depends on how what what else you have, you know, in between everything. Yeah, what, right. What type of filters you, or uh, the ECs. Probably pretty good, mm-hmm. so yeah. uh, I don't see really interference if I use only one battery. Now, is there a special type of uh, a brand name that you use for video transmitters? Um, can we say brand names? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, We're not proud. We we, <laughs> we plug anybody that'll take our money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I put a cricket. It's called a cricket mm-hmm. video uh-huh. transmitter from ReadyMade RC on it. Ah, okay. Oh. Now those guys pretty much are uh, they're premier guys here in the states right. for you know FPV gear. They have a lot of stuff, hence in their name, um, that you can just buy everything that you need. You don't even have to solder or do a lot of that, and it's just ready to go, right? Yeah. Well, uh, in this case, I had to solder. Okay. Some wires together. But, uh, yes, they have lots of uh, cables available so that uh, the camera and the video transmitter fit together. That's the name ready-made? That's is that it. What ready-made it. RC. It's, it's, I can just buy it and it's already made. It's already <laughs> yeah. made. It's ready to go. Yeah, just right. put it right on. But uh, I'm pretty good with with soldering. You can see oh, it here. Yep. Yeah, 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 we see the little <laughs> soldering station. station yeah. I got kitchen. a soldering station back. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I love the spool that he yeah, has Yeah, I know. It's like big old long spool. Yep. <laughs> so he does a lot of solder. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like 4,000 <laughs> feet of solder over there. <laughs> and I always shorten my wires. You shorten them? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, well, standard wires are usually too long. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't right. like uh, hanging, uh, having uh, cables hanging around that, oh, yeah. that are too long. So I always shorten it, put a new... Plugs on it. Uh, I grip myself. Maybe I should have him work on a glider because I got a big glob yep. of stuff. This stuff. Well, in you there. might want to have him take a look at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, yeah he's we a do solder it. guy. You <laughs> never know. But there's another reason too, because having a lot of wire. Mm-hmm. Once again, doing video and doing video stuff, it just gives you that much more chances of getting interference, right? Right. Right. Because wires can also work as an antenna. Exactly. Oh, that's what causes a little fuzziness in the yep. goggles. I think I've seen that. Yep, in the in the goggles, and uh, it, it especially you know you're having more than one transmitter as well, right? So right. You, so you're having a video system that's transmitting, 
Right. You have your receiver that's trained. Even though they're right. on different frequencies, mm-hmm. depending on how close you have them or how far away, they can still interfere with each other. And then on top of that, if you have a GPS system that's sitting on top of all that mess, depending on how far or close away, even though it's a receiver, it also can catch some of the interference from all that noise, as well as the what video camera you're using. It also puts up video noise. Right. Video cameras are a big issue. Uh, sometimes, mm-hmm. um, yeah. if you put, have the wrong video camera, uh, you get interference. So there di- are there different types, you mean? Oh, yes. There are, um, well, first of all, if we talk about cameras, uh, there are CMOS and CCD cameras. The CCD cameras are usually used in FPV flying, but more and more we get CMOS cameras now. Because They're getting better and better. They are getting better, yeah. yeah. Is the CMOS better? No. Oh, well, what do I well, know? Well, it's not – okay. So you have the CCD cameras, the CMOS cameras, and that there are two different types of um, sensors that are used in order to, to capture the image. The CCD is a little bit more um, – it's superior because it um, – I'm trying to think of the word that I'm looking for. Uh, it's better in low light, right, if I remember mm-hmm. right. It, so it can – so if you're looking at the sun and you look at the ground, so you know, lighter to darker – it's able to uh, focus a lot quicker and uh, recover from that change a oh, lot quicker than the CMOS right. cameras do. Right. And also, you you can get this uh, jello effect with the CMOS. With yes. the CMOS, yes. and, right? And you don't get that with the CCD. Mm-hmm. And um, and it can be maddening trying to <laughs> eliminate the, this jello effect from the shaking or vibration of your of your aircraft. So right. you have to end up balancing for the quads. You have to balance all the props, and then you have to put some sort of uh, between the camera and the frame, you might want to have some dampeners. sort of dampeners or um, rubber or foam or there's a multitude of things to put in there. And, it's, and it can be quite frustrating. So it's not the hey, 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 jello stuff. No. This is a, <laughs> this is horrible. It's a, like a wavy stuff. Right. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. So, mm. And you can see it on some, if you look at YouTube, you can see some video with people doing stuff and it looks it's just like somebody's shaking the crap out of the... <laughs> I thought that was me. I was shaking. I was just watching. They're just you know shaking the camera, even though right, right. when you look at it, you may they, they, you may see a different angle in it. The quad looks stable. It doesn't look like it's shaking, right. but it's just the high frequency of that, and it's yeah, it's right. terrible. That was what I was doing. Right. All right. So the CMOS, you said CMOS cameras, CCD cameras, and which one do you use? Uh, mostly CCD cameras. And you like them better? Uh, well. You kind of pause there. It depends. Ah. It depends. Okay. Um, depends on what? Uh, quality of the camera. Uh, so it's it's basically you're you're looking to see what you're doing, whether you're flying something in the park um, or something a little further out. Well, there are different cameras on the market. Lots of cameras on the market. It's hard to decide which one is good and which one is not. Right now, I'm mostly flying with HS eleven seventy seven cameras. And who makes those? Um, Someone in China. It's my uncle. Yeah, but Boxier, I think. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a, it's a standard. Basically, a standard. the camera is not built for FPV. We're basically stealing technology from uh, security cameras, right? And uh. we're basically using. So we're, you know, nobody's made a specific FPV camera for FPV people. This is quite past two years that it's really, really, really catching on. So nobody's just making a camera just for us yet. We're having to steal them from different technologies and different 
places yeah. in order to make them work for us. Yeah. That's going to give us a, you know, our our staff is going to say we really don't steal anything. Well, we're we borrow. We borrow. We, borrow. we the technology. Yes. Yes, we're acquiring. We use the else. same technology. <laughs> yes. So, what other modifications did you do to this uh, big, large wing you have here? Did you do anything else? Um, well, I put another ESC in uh, on the plane. Okay, okay. so that you have two, right? What? Okay, so I have no, to no, ask no. What, uh, why, why is that? Why did uh, you do that? The Optera comes with a 3S ESC. Right. And uh, some people found out that you can use the motor also for 4S batteries. Okay. Uh, which which gives you more power. Oh, yeah. And we like more power. Always. Yes. So what I did is um, I put another ESC in it. Oh, I see what you're saying. 4S. Right. Um, actually, it's a 2 to 6S. Oh, so you swapped it you, you you swapped, swapped swapped out. So swapped you don't have out. actually that one and no, another one. I swapped. Oh, okay, because I was I like, put okay. A, I'm, I took out yeah. uh, uh, okay, the standard gotcha. and, uh, and put, the put new in one a in. new one in. I gotcha. Uh, so that I can use 4S batteries now. So, and the inter- interesting thing about the Optera is um, it comes with a lot of ballast in the nose. Yeah, a lot so, of. Um, I think when you showed it to me last, it had like a big weight. Like yes. a bunch of. What did you say it was? Like two grams? Uh, it was uh, 249 grams that I took out. What? The- 249 grams that I took out. It looked like a baseball, man. I'm telling you. It was just uh, this big wad of, yeah, they had of lead. Lot. It was not lead, just metal, but it oh, doesn't metal. matter. So uh, they had something in the nose mm-hmm. and a little bit in the fuselage in the right. uh, front. And I took it all out. It was massive. And uh, the interesting thing is uh, this Optera um, has a recommendation that you should fly it with 3S batteries, 2,200 to 3,200 milliamp wow. hours batteries, huh. which is not very much for no, not not, all. No, big not all. So you like took this. that huge block of metal out <laughs> yes. and you replaced it with battery weight. Yes, exactly. So what I did is um, I uh, put in a 4S 6,600 milliamp wow. hours battery now, <laughs> six, six. <laughs> which is about three times from the smallest more right. than three times right. from the smallest battery uh, that they recommend. Yeah. And, of course, you get much more flight time. It's, and it's only 40 grams more of weight for the plane. So, yeah, but, yeah, but you traded it for power, right? I mean, you get yeah, so much more sure. power. Much so more who cares power. about the 40 grams? I mean, you get 4S moving your airplane around. Right. That's pretty amazing. So, like, do you take a nap while you're flying? You <laughs> must be up there for a long time. How yeah. long do you fly? I for like, like I like long, flying long. Yeah, well, no there's doubt. nothing wrong with that. My gosh, but how how long can you fly with a battery uh, that big? Until now, I can't tell you because oh, um, you know, I didn't fly. Because he fell asleep. By his <laughs> I had it on autopilot and I just fell asleep. I woke up. I have well, an alarm. Well, yeah. I have a vector flight controller in, uh, on the plane now. Okay. On the plane now. So does that give you information on how long you're flying? Yes. Or? Okay. Right. Gives me a lot of information. Now that'll do a what do they call that OS OSDs. 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 Yes. Yeah. Which stands for on screen display. display. On screen display. Okay. You almost stumped me there because old man's is young. Well, you're looking at me. I, I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, if it's airplane has a rudder ailerons, I can tell you. But this FPV stuff is all still new to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- what does this controller do then? Um, first of all. Um, it helps you to level the plane. 
Mm -hmm. uh, because you have several modes. You can fly the plane now. You can fly without any stabilization. Oh, really? Um, so there's no gyro system or anything on this? There is. Oh, there is. You can oh, okay. turn it off. Uh -huh. uh, then you have a, it's called a 2D mode, uh, which stabilizes oh, the I plane. Gotcha. Uh, then you have a 2D H mode, which um, helps you to keep altitude. So it stabilizes the plane and ho holds the altitude that you are flying. So it has like an altitude hold. Yes, that's exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. And um, then you can put it into loiter so that it's just uh, circling around. <laughs> I was about to go loiter mode. What does it come to a stop? It just hovers? You can get it in hover? But this one well, just makes a, a circle, it's right? A plane. Yeah, it's a plane. <laughs> you okay. can't hover. Well, I so, mean, yeah, we're talking to a quad guy. So <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it circles around, and um, then you can take a break. <laughs> right. Huh. Well, that's good news. i got to go to the restroom, so I'll just yeah, put it right. in water, but we'll go <laughs> right. around. And, um, yeah, uh, the Vector also has a return to home. Very good feature. Yeah, that's a nice feature. That's, that's a, a must-have feature right. if you're flying. F oh, serious FPV flying. Yeah. Because right. – if you lose control, just weird things happen. If you were to lose contact with the plane, right? right you're a brown out, you, you dropped your radio, whatever. Right. It, the, <laughs> the, the vector would sense this. Then it would go, Oh, nobody's controlling me. I go to my fail safe and my fail safe is returned to home. When mm -hmm. I get home, I'll loiter. I'll go to 300 feet and I'll loiter and, you know, doing, doing a loiter to the right hand circle, 300 feet until I, somebody tells me otherwise. Mm -hmm. Does it have auto land on that one? No, this one, oh, it does uh, the Vector does not. Okay. But there are systems on the market that mm. do have it. Yeah, that's So it, it will return to home and then land on its You own. have to land yourself. Oh, but it'll just Because come it's back a to plane, but right. if you have a, a copter. A uh -huh, quadcopter or something like that. For instance, a quadcopter, mm -hmm. uh, that has also auto land. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Right, it returns to the GPS point yes. and then says, okay, I'm at XYZ point. And now I'll just slowly descend at so many meters per second. It hits yes. the ground, what it thinks is the ground, and then it'll stay kind of semi-revved up until it shuts its motors down about 10 seconds later. Uh, what, what do you think the, the future of FPV is going to be in the next couple of years? What do you think – where would you like to see it go? Um, well, from the – there are two things you have to talk about, uh, the technology mm -hmm. and the laws. Ah. ah, there you go. Good old government <laughs> yeah. digging in your pocket. Right. Exactly. Right. So um, the technology gives us the opportunities to fly FPV, and you will probably get better goggles, mm -hmm. um, better videos. Right. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, um, radios or planes are very good today. So I don't see very much development in there. Right. Um, yes, and on the other hand, we have um, the government, right, that restricts us more and more. Right. So last was it last year they put put in the, uh, yeah. the all the laws for UAVs and UASs. And oh, is that 
That's what I have in my pocket, That's right? right? The yes, 114. That happened end of August last yeah, uh, 2016. I, I have I have a drone license. That's right. What can yeah, I say? Right. I have a drone license. Yes. <laughs> you have a drone license. <laughs> hey, I'm going to Peter's to fly his drone. <laughs> that's it. Right. <laughs> Actually, it's for commercial operations, though, right? That's yeah. really what that's for. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't need one to just fly around no. my, my park. But if I wanted to do something with... Uh, if you want to make money, yeah. yeah. If you oh, want to okay. Just well, there you go. A dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. You have to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I got it. So uh, you were saying that you were you think that uh, the government is too restrictive. You think they should allow some more FPV? Yes, I would say it's too restrictive because if you think about um, what you can do, and if you do it uh, safely, mm-hmm. you can do it safely. Um, then I don't see uh, more risk in flying FPV than in other things. Right. Well, and, and it's so new that the government yeah. doesn't even know what to do with it. I right. mean, they're so behind the times because any real regulations they write, two years the technology is going to change or be improved mm-hmm. or it's getting smaller. That's the biggest thing I've noticed with a lot of the stuff. It's just been miniaturized with the two sticks of butter you know, oh, yeah. weight limit for, you know, drones and blah, 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 having to be registered. I just noticed that really within the, the past year or so, a lot of things have just shrunk in size. I, I think uh, I was talking about uh, an all-in-one unit, you know, where you used to have your camera, your receiver, now comes in one unit, weighs seven grams. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it's not as, the camera's not as good as the camera you're putting in your plane, but that's still amazing. Right. That you can put something in, you know, that's that small, that you can put in almost anything. doesn't matter whether it's, uh, you know, uh, the Easy Star. It's all together $25. No, it's for, 100 It's 100 add-on for camera, video transmitter. And oh, yeah, for everything separate. But mm-hmm. this unit that I bought, it was only $25. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, 25 bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like the size of a postage stamp yeah. or something too, right? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So. It's going to be exciting to see what they come out with technology and they're making laws for things they don't understand or how they right. use it and restricting all of us because there's the creativity that's coming into it. You may think of a great idea for this stuff that nobody's thought of and now the government's putting the kibosh to that saying no. Oh, he already, he already did. It's sitting right here on the park bench. I mean, that <laughs> thing true. is pretty amazing. It is pretty it amazing. Is. And it, it wasn't really designed for that, right? Oh, yes. It is designed for FPV. But not, not the way you set it up. Um, not, the, okay, not mine. Right, right. <laughs> See, so they, they, we're talking about innovation right yeah, there. Innovation right there, there. Yeah. So I mean, come on, mine, he's got wheels on it and he's right. got steerable. T- I mean, that, there's a lot of modifications done to this. It really, trust me, if you saw a picture of it, it looks really, really yeah, cool. It's, it's, it's beautiful. I like the little uh, wingtip stirrups or whatever they call those things. Now, Peter, you said that you had a, a racing 250 back there yes, in the workshop. So did you try a little racing or did you try? I did. Okay. So um, tell us about that. Every Sunday uh, there is a race going on for fun. Oh, okay. Not a real competition, but um, so I went there until I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you, you think of that? I, yeah. I haven't raced. I haven't done that before. So. I, I haven't yeah, well, you really have to learn it. Um, I talked about holding altitude in the beginning, which was difficult for me right. when I started flying FPV. Um, but going through a gate is even more difficult. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, how big is this gate? Um, hmm. uh, they are different. So, 
from uh, one yard only. Oh, oh wow! So that's pretty. They're uh, so pretty tight. To maybe really sometimes good. two yards. Oh, okay. So, so they can be really small versus large. Yeah, and, right. but but still, that's one thing to fly through it by yourself. But that's now you're racing with like how many guys? Uh, yeah, up to eight guys. Eight guys. Yeah, so at the get, same time. Eight guys want to get through that that little opening, <laughs> right? All at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. First and, one and, through, and you're not going single file, right? Right. You're just okay. easily who's first? Who goes first? <laughs> and slowly going through there, right? You're going at breakneck speed as fast as you can get these things to go, right? Through a tiny little orifice, you're trying yeah. to get everybody to go through there. Eight guys at the same time. So it sounds like there are a lot of crashes, thrills, right? Uh, when you're flying FPV races, you need a lot of props. Uh, <laughs> yeah. by, by the case. By the case, I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. 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 Now, did you you did that for how long? Um, I the racing only for six weeks, I think. Oh wow! Then I broke my two uh, two fifty quad, and unfortunately, I couldn't repair it until now. Uh-huh. Uh, I try to repair it again now. Yeah, and then you go back and try it again. Yeah, Did you like right. it? Did you like the? Oh the yeah. Well, I'm not the racer so much. Oh uh, yeah. Wow. He likes the loiter. <laughs> he likes the loiter. <laughs> he can go, he can go take a break, <laughs> take a nap. That racing stuff is way too fast for me. Oh wow. Yeah. So uh, what? You know, we have um, we have all this really cool stuff in your workshop. What what if somebody was trying to get into FPV? Uh, just from a new guy's perspective, I mean, like me, for example, I've never really gotten to FPV. Mm-hmm. What type of goggles or, I mean, is that the first thing I should get yes. is goggles? Yes, right. Okay, well, what what type of goggles should I get? Hmm, right now. Um, well, if you talk about goggles, you have to name Fat Shark. Okay. Fat, Fat Shark is the, Fat Shark is they're the, the top of the line, right? Um, yes. Okay, all right. And, and Fat, why, Shark, Fat Shark. Yeah. And why do you like them? Um, well, I bought my goggles, uh, as I said, in 2014. Mm-hmm. It's a Dominator V2 that mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good goggle, but uh, the field of view is limited. So that well, means... Like a, a more narrow look. Uh, it's not yes, a wide angle, right? right. It's, it's not narrow. a wi- okay. wide angle. Right, right. And, um, but it's a, it's a reliable goggle. Ah, okay. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it really works so you haven't had too many problems with it? Like no, okay. never. And um, so on the other hand, um, you can – so uh, the Fat Shark goggles uh, that uh, I have and other pe- a lot of pe- other people have uh, have two small LCD displays mm-hmm. inside for each eye. On the other hand, today you get um, goggles uh, that are called headsets. So it's looking like a box that you have in front of your face. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's it looks a little one. bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> for some I think, people. I think that's the one that, uh, once again, Mike yeah. Barslow Bar- Bar- was talking about. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, you get sometimes a better picture. Yeah, it's just one screen, though, right? It's, it's one two. screen. Right. Yes. right. Right. And it's further away from your face. Uh, uh, it depends. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So the. Uh, Actually, Fetra came out with a headset. Oh, did they? Yeah, some weeks or a month ago. Hmm. And um, I never had the opportunity to try it, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it's shorter than the headsets from other companies. Oh, I got you. Because they are using a transparent mirror or so. Oh, no it. kidding. Yeah, huh. so uh, they have a new pa- patent on it. 
Oh, okay. And um, so I would like to try it. Yeah, I'll have to demo it. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, let me call Fat Shark and say. <laughs> That's right. We want so to send. Yeah, send, send us over three pair. That's yeah. what we need. Yeah, right. we, we, got our, we got our FPV tester right here. We want a couple of pairs of your Inter- guys. Our international. <laughs> yes, that's right. tester. international tester. tester. That's it. So one of the big things, uh, all of us, I think our combined ages uh, would be over closer to 200 here sitting at the table. That's <laughs> no <laughs> lie. But um, so one of the problems that we have uh, being in the older set is that as our vision goes, mm-hmm. it's harder to see. And this is why... I find a lot of guys like the fat sharks or that type, that style of goggle is because you can um, get your focal length right for once again, you know, are, are uh, being nearsighted. Um, we can see a lot closer or better in those goggles uh, as opposed to just the screen ones. I heard people who have just the screen ones, they, they, they can't move the screen back far enough right. in order to get the, the focus. Yeah, right. Well, with the gargles from Fetrock, the, the old Dominator V2 that I have, mm-hmm. you can put lenses in it. Ah, okay. Oh, like a contact lens? And, uh, no, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, glasses. Why? Why? It's like glasses. What do I know? Uh, <laughs> actually, I have them here. Yeah, I'll have to try them on here. We'll <laughs> see over there. I can sit here with the goggles on while you guys do your podcast, right? But, uh, yeah, so that's really important for so, older guys because of that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because people don't realize that, you know, that they you have to have something like that or have a longer focal length. Right. You know, so right. Mm-hmm. Huh. that's also very, very important. Okay, so Fat Shark goggles are the, the first thing that I should get to get into FPV. Um, Fat Shark or other brands. Just some sort of a goggle. Yeah, some sort Mostly of Fat Shark uh, since head everybody play, here For instance, for some time, Head Play was really in. Oh, right. were they? The head uh, play that's with? a big box. Well, oh, right. Big box. Right. Right. Um, I've seen a video that DJI is coming out with a head uh, set type gargle. I think I, I think I watched that today. Oh, yeah, the DJI, DJI, the white one. Yeah, yeah, where they all put it on and yeah, right. They have, they have this really cool thing where the guys go through. They have a like a what do they call it? A promo. Oh, There's two yeah, guys okay. go out there right. and race these two right. Mavics, and they come back and yeah. they're all covered in yeah. like, you know, moss and everything. Oh. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. It's on the um, on their website. Yeah. Uh, it's announced, but not on the market until now. Yeah. Okay. Well, once again, technology marches forward. Yes, that's what I said. Uh, video is getting better. Better. Much, right. much better. Right. And mostly because – Hopefully. The, the It's still what VGA – it's still a VGA uh, quality – for most goggles, I mean, it's not HD quality yet. It's, mm-hmm. it's coming, right. but I, it's not there yet because I guess the cameras are quite huge. And well, so, actually, the DJI should be uh, HD. Oh, well then they say oh, it's uh, 1080. That's awesome. So okay, so I'm on I'm on YouTube. I'm watching these videos. How, is is what you're seeing through the goggles? The high definition 4K no. that what you guys no no no, no. So, <laughs> today not okay no. so now I have to look at something different than what the HK because I, I remember when I flew yours it wasn't like a super clear I mean no. there was a little bit of depth perception yep. right are are they coming out with stuff like that or will they come out with it I mean can you shrink that technology down where you can get you know 4K type lenses and that kind of thing it's gonna happen I yeah, hope you so. Think? I also hope so that they will have digital uh, cameras and uh, video transmitters. Right. Oh, yeah. Because so, like I was saying, 
this technology that we're using has just been kind of hodgepodge together. Right. Everybody just throwing their security right. cameras. They were, you know, hacked those apart. Hey, I can fit this small camera into this plane right. and I can grab this video transmitter off of this thing, mm-hmm. hook them together. Hey, it works. Right. And then they refine it a little bit more and that's how we got what we got. And like I said, it was, it was just for a security camera. It wasn't supposed to do have super resolution and have right. all this stuff, but the popularity has been getting, has been exploding. Mm-hmm. So some manufacturer is going to go, Hey, you know, why don't we make something specific for these guys? And that's what's happening now. And we're getting the invasion. Right. So you're saying it's like a little FPV potluck and everybody just comes in and brings their own thing. Is <laughs> yeah, that that's, that's exactly right. It's, all the uh, manufacturing, you know, look at, you know, Peter, with all the things that he's putting together, he's kind of coming up with an idea, right? just grabbing whatever he has laying around the shop, whatever idea he has, solder some things together, right. bam, you get a great system, but you know, it's not a dedicated snap together. Everything fits together. You know, no, uh, this, what I'm doing, is not what you can buy ready to fly in right. a shop. Oh, right. I got so, you. So you're, building, you're more building it or yes. modifying it. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So uh, I got my goggles. Uh, what's the next thing I should get? Um, well, then you need a camera and a video transmitter and an antenna. Okay. You can get uh, this together for about uh, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you can put it on a plane or... A quadcopter, mm-hmm. and then you can start flying FPV. Do I need, do I need radio, a special radio, or can I just use my 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 current radio? Uh, you can use your current radio. Yes, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't need any special video linkage or any of that stuff. Uh, well, uh, the video is uh, transmitted usually on five point eight gigahertz. So um, the goggles, of course, also needs a re- video receiver. Okay, and is that that weird-looking antenna that's on? Yeah, you have the small antennas here on top yeah. of the goggles. They look really um, weird. They have like some little... some heads. Most headsets have a built-in um, receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fat Shark goggles um, need a separate uh, receiver uh, that you also integrate into the goggle. Then you put it into the goggle. So I have the goggles, and they transmit to the video receiver. No, no, the point. video trans, uh, transmitter from Oh, the, it, it comes to the goggles. Yes, comes okay. to the goggles. I gotcha, I gotcha. And um, so that's the only thing that you need to get started. Huh. Uh, then another thing to be legal. Who's um, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, government guy again? What are you yeah. doing? Government's uh, all the time yeah, in my well, pocket. Uh, if you fly FPV, you can use a transmitter with up to 25 milliwatts. Um, of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so don't you, buy any from the Russians. I think there's like <laughs> a billion watts or something. It's all coming from China. Oh, okay. Right. I don't have to worry about the Chinese. And it's those German, I mean, the, uh, the uh, Russians. Yeah. So, but if you um, want uh, some more power, mm-hmm. you should have a ham radio license. Oh, right. Which okay. you can readily get from the F- FCC. It's yeah. free. It's online. I mean, you can so take the courses So you buy online. a book, uh, study yep. the book, and then take a test. And if you get the ham radio license, if you pass the test, uh, you get a ham radio license, and then you are legal to fly with a little bit more power. Mm-hmm. Wait, is, I have a radio telephone operator's license. Is that the same thing? No. 
No. Well, I, you know, <laughs> give a guy a break. Yeah, try. Good try. Good try. <laughs> breaker, breaker. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that doesn't work either. Is that, that's a, uh, a CB license, is that what that is? Well, I, I actually have it because we have to have it to fly international, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the airlines. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Yes, yeah, so, um, and then you are also legal to uh, use other frequencies. So you're just limited, uh, with no license, you're limited to just a certain amount of frequencies? Uh, yes. With uh, out a license, you can use 2.4 gigahertz, and you can use 5.8 gigahertz for um, video. Oh, I gotcha. Um, but with a license, you can also use other frequencies. Oh, I got you. Okay. Now, the 2.4 gigahertz won't interfere with my radio, right? Uh, yes, it will. <laughs> uh, if you use uh, 2.4 for video, it uh-huh. would interfere. So now I'm flying along, and I, I crash my own airplane because yes. I flip my goggles on. Except if you have a DJI. Oh, uh, well, they, of course. <laughs> right. They use 2.4 for radio and video. Right. Honey, honey, can I borrow $1,000? i got to get this Mavic <laughs> over here. Right. I think I'm, I'm going to sell... I'll sell some body parts from uh, Jay. Oh. Maybe I can harvest your kidneys <laughs> or something. Is that how I got that scar on my, on my side? <laughs> That's why you were yes, sleeping. But, but usually if you uh, see most people, uh, they are flying with a standard radio, 2.4 gigahertz, right. and uh, 5.8 gigahertz for the video okay. transmission. Now, do they make something that I can just readily go buy? Because I am a new guy, and this is a lot of stuff you know, for me to go figure out. And luckily, I have you know somebody like Peter that I can go to the park, and we've got a couple other guys that fly FPV that you know right. you're, you're, that come out to the park occasionally. But is there actually something I can just go out of a box? I mean, does E Flight or Horizon Hobby have something that's an automatic FPV? Yes, you can buy cameras and video transmitters and antennas from one of the big players in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also go shopping somewhere else and, and get it take cheaper. The components. <laughs> Uh, that you think are better. Yeah, right? well, okay, there you go. Well, you were just talking about uh, a little a little uh, uh, quadcopter you just you just got or put mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. Uh, by E-Flight. Um, what, what, talk the about quadcopter that is, um, was a ready-to-fly quadcopter. Right. And, but it came with a camera and yes. it, it hooked camera, up to your, it hooked up to your goggles. Yeah, everything. Everything. Yes, I only so, put a, a, a receiver for the radio in it. Right. That was all. That's all you had to do. Yeah. And, and that thing is... Great because it's just a little, it's just a little guy, and you can fly it all around your house, and mm-hmm. you can fly a little bit outside. And uh, oh, that's that little thing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Exactly. What what is that called? Uh, it's a Blade Nano QX FPV. Oh yeah, you can like fly it under the table and oh yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. I, I, I fly it here cool. around the table here yeah, around the your, kitchen. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So the the neat thing about this stuff, once again. That little, I think, what is that? That's $100? About $150. $150 bucks for that thing, yeah, right? right? So 150 bucks, you can go get it, like you were just saying. You can right. go buy it, bring it home. But then it's ready to fly. And then it's ready to fly. So the thing is, if you have a couple of guys, mm-hmm. you all run down and you go get them. Mm-hmm. You can come back. It's wind, like I'm from Alaska, we're formerly from Alaska. So, you know, it's cold outside. I don't want to go outside and fly FPV. What? Now I can go over to my buddy's house. We can set a course up in the house. In the house. Now I recommend you you send your wife to the movies or <laughs> you call up all the other wives yeah. and they have a nice you know, day a out. Wives you, you, day. You, you give them some money so they right. can go out and have dinner. Right. Or, you know, hey, we'll see you in a couple of hours. And then you set up the race course through the house. And you, right. can, you could be racing in the house having a hoot. Being like twelve-year-old boys, <laughs> screaming and yelling and hitting each other and nudging—it's 
I, uh, I don't think you can pay to have that much fun. That, right. right. Exactly. That's right. And uh, yesterday we saw the small inductrix, or yes. how is it pronounced? Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. Um, I think Mike Barcelo was, or mm -hmm. Mike, Mike B was bringing that. So that's even a little bit smaller than my uh, Nano QX. Right. So, and it's flying great. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we know that the quadcopters can actually, you know, come up and, and be ready to fly, but do they have an actual airplane that is like that as well? They I mean, they've got flight. the ASX I've and all never that seen a plane that small. I think, I think E-Flight has just come out with a, wing, a smaller wing, one that could, you've Probably can, you could probably carry like three or four of them underneath your wing. Right, but <laughs> you could drop them on the way. But it's a little wing, and I think it's a racing wing. Right now, some companies are coming out with racing wings, uh, so with um, less than forty inches of wingspan. Yeah, right. And um, that's a new trend coming huh. out right now. So it, it is catching up to us. I mean, the, all the ASX and the Horizon Hobby, UMX, that type stuff. Yes. Once that caught on, it just exploded. And I think the FPV, the Inductrix, and some of the other things that are coming out there, we'll probably see in the next, what, five to six months more stuff. Probably so. I, you know, since they already have that little tiny camera out for, like, the Inductrix and for your Nano Quad, I'm sure they're going to throw it on the UMX series, the small little mm -hmm. planes. They're going to come out with a little small plane that you go out and fly. Or wing. That's yeah, because the technology is there. I yeah. mean, and the size is there, right? Yeah. I mean, they're coming down. I know the one that you had was pretty small. Mm -hmm. I had to glue the lens back on. That's you, why I know. You that. did have to. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we, he has a real small. We knocked the lens uh -huh. off. It was an accident, but whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I guess that, uh, like you said, it, if you have this new equipment and you're learning, you're going to have to buy more props, more all the other stuff that goes with it. Well, I'm, I'm grateful that now the price of this stuff. It's come way down. It's come way down. Yeah. So if I smash yeah. it up, even though we did repair it, I could have bought another one. It's just nice to know that if we couldn't, hey, I was only out twenty five dollars. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm elated. Well, before we go, Peter, you got a new radio. You said yes. Now, what type of radio did you get? Um, well, I my my first radio that I bought here in the United States uh, is a high tech okay. Aurora nine X. Right. Good radio? Uh, it's pretty good radio, yeah. And um, I now went with a Tyrannis. Uh-oh. Another free sky, free free sky, sky, sky guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Michael, evil Mike will be happy. Yes, he will. Yeah. Now, how do you like that radio? Um, until now, I didn't use it very much. Okay. Um, it's, it seems to be pretty good. All right. Well, we'll... Uh... <laughs> uh, programming is... Different? different. Yeah, it is a little bit different. Um, I'm just learning it. Yeah. For a smart guy like you, it should be pretty easy, though. Hey, look at your shop. You're building all this crazy stuff. I know. <laughs> Self-taught flying helicopter. I know. Don't. I'm jealous already. <laughs> yeah. So I can't say very much about it until now. Uh, we'll check back with you and see how you like it after you've flown it for a while. Mm -hmm. So. Well, Peter, thank you very much for letting us come by and take a look at your shop. We, uh, we've kind of run out of time, but, uh, man, these, Perfect. these projects you have are just incredible. Yes, they are. Um, you'll definitely have to, uh, keep in touch with us and let us know how those are going and, uh, and how they fly. And, and you, you said you have flown this already though, right? No, Terra. Yeah. The, wing. The, with a wing. With, with not, yeah. that was when you didn't do any mods to it, right? Uh, yes. Uh, as I said, I bought the plug and play version. Right. Just put a receiver in it and a battery and flew it. 
Now, okay. that was, we flew that in the park a yes. while back, right? Okay, Correct. but you haven't flown it in its current situation? No. Okay, uh, so we're still waiting for that to happen. Yes. Okay, uh, well, okay. you'll have to let us know. Yeah. I'm almost finished now with the modification. Right. But um, I have to set up the rudder throws and uh, set up the vector. How, how hard is that? Um, not so hard. A couple of hours. I, I think it's going to be incredibly hard because I don't see any rudders on that airplane. So setting up a rudder on that thing is going to be massively. Oh, well, I didn't notice that. When you said that. Yeah, there are no rudders. It is a one away. Yeah, I think he meant uh, Elevons, right? Elevons. Okay, right. That's correct. I, I'm looking at it going, okay, something's not right here, but okay. Well, maybe actually, it's, just it's me. my first wing, so. Okay, no, 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 no rudders. Yeah, there's no wings on rudders. Uh, I guess so. it will take hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we appreciate you. Uh, sitting in on our podcast tonight. We do appreciate you letting us come over and, uh, and take you. a tour. And uh, it's good to uh, to have all this uh, amazing technology around us. And uh, we hope you, um, hope you're very successful on this flight. You'll have to keep it. Thank you. Time. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining Thanks a lot, us. Peter. Well, Jay, uh, I appreciate you joining me tonight. As always, Mike, I'm glad that I'm here. Yeah. You know, uh, we should do a, um, a question and answers session. I think so. Podcast. I think we'll, we, we should dedicate like uh, five or ten minutes for at the end of the show yeah, to uh, talk should. about anything that our listeners have uh, questions about with, like this podcast or something else that may have just popped up in their head and they want to just throw it our way. We'll yeah. try to address it on the show. All right. Well, we have a comment section on our website. You can go uh, add comments. Yeah, and we, we respond to those. And if not, you can email us at uh, parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us uh, questions, comments, concerns. Go to uh, iTunes and let us... Uh, well, help us out. Give us a, rate, a star right. rating and we're, review. We're on everything. I think we're on. Oh, uh, man, we're on so much stuff. We're on Google. We're on. Uh, I Googled this the other day, man. We're on so many podcasts now. It's ridiculous. We're <laughs> nation worldwide, I think, or worldwide. Sure. Yeah. So, And now, luckily, with Peter, we get some pe- more people in Germany. That's right. Right? That's right. <laughs> so we, we have his the, relatives we have the are now listening. Up now. <laughs> his relatives are listening to us now. So. Well, hey, we want you to have a good night, and uh, I guess we'll see you in a couple weeks. Sure will. All right. Thanks uh, for all you guys uh, out there and the listeners. Take care, and we'll see you later. Have a good night. All right. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please feel free to email your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.